Greetings. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. My name is Father John, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, which is simply a daily boost to set your heart on the path of love, love for God, and love for one another. We spend time in prayer, hear a scripture passage, and then I will share a brief reflection to lift our spirits and discover, perhaps, an idea, a thought that challenges and assists you towards spiritual growth and a strong dynamic conviction to accept and follow Jesus. These reflections are not meant to be scholarly, but rather a spark of love and light for the journey. And now, my friends, close your eyes and open your hearts. Our prayer today is from Psalm 31. You will free me from the snares they set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. I hear the whispers of the crowd that frighten me from every side as they consult together against me, plotting to take my life. But my trust is in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. In your hands is my destiny. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. Our reading today is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 20, verse 17 to 28. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, what do you wish? She answered him, command that these two sons of mine sit one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, you do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, we can. He replied, my chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know how that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt? But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave, 
Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Handed over, condemned, sentenced, mocked, scourged, crucified, raised. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus gives a description of what is about to happen. He was giving his disciples, his closest friends, a blow-by-blow description of himself. Handed over. This is a nice way of saying betrayed. The Son of Man will be betrayed. Have you ever been betrayed? What did that feel like? So many emotions come into play. Shock, anger, bitterness, revenge, to name a few. But Jesus was not surprised. He knew his betrayer was close by. Jesus says today, the son of man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes. Jesus was prepared. There was no anger, no bitterness, no desire for revenge, only love. Condemned and sentenced to die. This innocent man is about to be sentenced to death. We normally condemn someone who has committed a crime. Jesus committed no crime. He was interfering in their life, interfering in their tradition, being a rebel, so to speak. This is the best way to get rid of someone. How sad, how tragic. To this day, we attempt to take down people who are not with the program, not following our way of thinking. Mocked and scourged and crucified. Yes, made fun of. I think of people who are bullied and beaten in our society, who are not treated with the dignity and respect they deserve. Jesus would receive all of that and then some, including crucifixion. Raised. This will not end in death. Death will not have the final say. The darkening of the day at three o'clock will not remain dark. Glory. All of the torment, the name calling will lead to resurrection. Jesus shares not only doom and gloom, but also hope and glory. So you see, today we, we begin with some powerful images and some really personal sharing. Jesus really wants them to know what he's experiencing, what he's, what he's going to be going through. But now comes the interruption. As he is sharing, the mother of James and John approaches Jesus. Jesus asks, what do you wish? Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. I find it interesting, not, is it possible, Jesus, or do you think, but command. It makes it sound as if her two sons are superior to the other ten apostles. Now, this was not coming from mom, but really from James and John since Jesus' response went directly to them. My guess, they were too afraid to ask this question themselves. Send mom. She might have more clout with Jesus. Nevertheless, 
It would be cool to sit on the right and left of Jesus. We see this sense of wanting greatness. Wow, what a privilege to be in the limelight is a desire we all have from time to time. I hear sometimes, you know, Father, I have been in the parish for 50 years. I think I should have some recognition. I feel I should get what I want here in this community. You know, I have been a priest now for what, uh, let's see, 37 years. Well, I should receive some recognition. We're all human and it's natural. But I think today, given how this passage begins, we are called to understand what it really means to be great. Jesus said in reply to those two disciples, you do not know what you are asking. It's not going to be easy. Remember, Jesus just got done sharing what is about to happen to him. He asked them, can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said, we can. Interesting. To be a follower of Jesus is not always easy. It is not always peaches and cream. There will be betrayal. There will be mockery. There will be hardship. If you want to sit at the right and left of Jesus, you better be ready. This is not about privilege. It is about commitment. Oh boy, it's not over yet. Here comes the other 10. They became indignant at the two brothers. They were annoyed, perhaps even angry with them. Who do you think you are? What are you trying to pull? It is not clear here, but they were probably feeling like, I'll get this spot before you guys do. I would imagine a bit of jealousy. Peter is the rock. What about him? Why them? These are all feelings we go through from time to time in our own relationship with one another, at work, in sports, in the family, and yes, even in church. We all look out for our own interests. Well, here comes Jesus. Come on, guys, get it together. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. Jesus tells those apostles that it's not what I want for you. Listen carefully. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Greatness, my friends, is related to service, giving yourself to others, not counting the cost, not for attention, not to be above others or superior to others, but rather a slave. Two words are used today, servant and slave. Servant kind of the lighter of the two. 
A servant still has kind of a, a degree of freedom, but a slave is much lower than even a servant. A slave is at the beck and call of the master, ready to obey the master. Well, my friends, we end where we began. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. My friends, Jesus is sharing something great with us today. Let us listen to his words of genuous love and let us imitate him, not focusing on our idea of greatness, but on Christ's desire for all of us to live lives of servanthood. Never once did Jesus claim to be great. A true follower of Jesus is a servant, well, better yet, a slave. I think of St. Mother Teresa, who dedicated her life to caring for the destitute and dying in the slums of Calcutta. She never sought glory. And yet, she is considered today one of the greatest saints. Jesus had a plan for his 12 apostles, and he has a plan for you. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.